Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Willie, who's known around the Taiwanese community as Willie Chang. 是的，今天我们邀请到英文表达、英文自学达人 Willie 到 Angie 英文来跟各位听众朋友们做分享。My guest today is Taiwanese. He is a freelancer, a lover of pushing himself outside of his comfort zone, a lifelong learner, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Willie. I should clap now. <laughs> you can clap if you want to. You don't have to clap if you don't want to. What's up, dude? What's up? You good? Yeah, I'm great, man. Welcome to NG Ingwen. It's a it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I got to see you at an event I was speaking on the panel at at All Hands、uh, a week ago. So it's nice to to get you into the studio and share a bit about your your work and your language journey. I hope I can help like more people to learn English and with their journey. Yeah, man, awesome. So the first thing we like to do here on NG Ingwen is give a little introduction about yourself. So, who is Willie? Hi guys. So I'm pretty much a local Taiwanese who started to treat it English as a practical language and started to speak English and learn English. So it kind of changed my life, and that's why I'm here today to share more about my self-taught experience. So、uh, basically, I'm right now a freelancer, and what I do is actually、uh, coaching people for presentation, or I create the slides for them. And I'm also doing some translation work for the、uh, side projects for a mobile game, and also sometimes teaching Chinese and English. But I'll say what my passion is actually about the presentation part. I really like it, like helping people to convey their messages、uh, more clearly. So I really like that. Yeah, man, it's so cool. And like you said, you consider yourself a freelancer, which is great because that was what we were discussing at the event at yeah, All、exactly. Hands. Is kind of what does it mean to be a freelancer? And you are doing that. So you have kind of many jobs, and you take jobs as they come. But you said your passion is yeah, really kind of trying to help people present their ideas more fluently, more clearly, and giving them direction in English and in Mandarin to be a better public speaker. Is that right? Yeah, sort of. But、uh, it's not actually just about you know speaking or sharing their stories. Sometimes it's about、uh, you know business presentation or a pitch. So it actually matters that、um, you. Have a good presentation, like you have good presentation slides that you can help you with that. So it matters, and it's really interesting to me. Yeah, that's so cool. And so, what are some things you've learned, maybe, from helping people do presentations for business? Have you seen, like, let's say I'm about to give a pitch, what can you help me with in that pitch? Okay, so the first thing that you should really pay attention at is um about the structure. So,、uh, when it comes to pitch, there's all kinds of pitch, like elevator pitch, which means you only have like sixty second, or normally you only have like five minutes for a pitch. So it's really, really important、uh, about your structure. It's also known as、uh, logic. So if you want to share some information or tell someone to get your product or or your service, you gotta share it really, really. Clearly and and clean way, so、yeah. make sure they don't get distracted or confused. So I'll say it's an art. 
Yeah, totally. It is. It absolutely is an art. I've done many pitches now over the years with my company, and you, like you said, it's it's got to be fast, it's got to be efficient, <laughs> and you have to have structure. It's like, why are you here? Why does anyone care? What problem am I solving? <laughs> and how much money is it going to be? Yeah. Nice, man. So with the world of freelance, I think it would be fun to kind of to focus on freelance today. Why have you taken more of the freelance route as a traditional Taiwanese rather than going into corporate life and working in one company? For me, I think it's because of my personality or, or what I prefer like to do. I tried before, actually, to be honest, and it just didn't work out. So now I'm turning it, like, kind of like jumping into the freelance industry. And it's actually better. And I'm having better lifestyle right now. And I'm enjoying my life. And also, I like what I do. So I'm glad I did that. But it's always like trying arrow. So uh, I will say you don't really have to jump in to the freelance industry right away. Just try it out and see how it goes. Yeah, man. And I think it's so important what you said there. The concept of working in an office for one job from nine to five is okay for some people. You know, a lot of people like that kind of structure, that stability. But I have noticed with a lot of our friends, with a lot of the world because of maybe COVID and the pandemic and digitalization that a lot of people are thinking like, how can I have a healthier lifestyle, do work I love, and maybe even work for multiple industries? And that's kind of where I'm at. That's where you're at. And I think that's where a lot of the world will go very soon. So thinking about your freelance work with presentations, maybe business presentations, and thinking about maybe our audience, how do you get started in this freelance work? Where do you find clients? How do you help them? Is it all online? Do you meet in person? Can you take us through a little bit about what it is like actually doing freelance work for business presentations? I believe that it's really, really hard in the beginning for people to jump into the, the freelance industry because you'd be like really confused and, and lost. You're going to be like, where can I find my client and where can I get pay? Where I, I can just really look after myself and then, you know, pay for my rent and my bills, everything. So uh, here's a little bit of the experience sharing. So uh, how I started was actually because, okay, this presentation, uh, presentation stuff uh, it was actually my interest, and then because I'm interested in it, so I'm I look for all kinds of resources and how to, you know, improve myself. So I looked into all those resources and then try to be better and better and better. So when it comes to a certain level, then some people might notice or some friends might notice that oh oh okay that's what you're doing, and when there's a project or there's some opportunity, they would be like. I will pop up in their mind like, okay, Willie is doing this. Uh, I'll just text Willie or I'll, I'll reach out to Willie to talk if he can do this job with this project. So that's where I started. Just try to build up that, uh, I'll call it reputation, but it's not really like you got really famous or something. It's just letting friends or people know you're actually doing this. Mm -hmm. You're hustling. So that's how I started. And uh, But recently I started to reach out actually. It's kind of like a, pitch but through like email through uh right. messages like on facebook or something so uh for example a, a job i did recently uh so he was uh he, he's a comedian and also a, a host in taiwan 
So he's gonna go, uh, get on the stage for like TED Talk to share a speech. So I saw his post and I reached out and messaged him, say that okay, I'm Willie and uh, I can do the presentation slides, everything, and also show him some of my works. And then yeah, and he was like, oh, I'm interested, and let's just grab a coffee and talk more about it. And then that's business right there. So I got the job and I did the job, and that's a win-win. I mean, yeah, I got satisfied, and he got satisfied as well. So, just try to build up that reputation, and also like your portfolio, everything. Once you have your portfolio, it's much more easier for you to reach out to get a job. Yeah, I love that. Kind of to sum that up, you're saying start with your close network, your family, friends, your Facebook community, your Instagram community, and let them know that that's what you're up to. You know, posting about it, and then. Cold calling, we might call it. It's not really calling people. This might be a buzzword for our English yeah. audience. Cold calling used to mean you'd pick up the telephone and call people and be like, "Hey, I'm John. I want to do this work for you." But now, like you said, you message people on LinkedIn or Facebook Messenger, and you reply to their posts, or just be like, "Hey, I see you're in this industry. I do this work. I think we'd be great to work together. I want to get a coffee," and that's how you. Build your business, and I love that. And that's a true, true freelance hustle right there. And like you said, kind of finding your own passion. Business presentation was just an interest. You were looking how to learn more about yourself. You realized you loved it, and you wanted to help people with that. And now it became a business. So very, very cool. And another thing too, actually thinking about, you know, we ran into each other at an event. So another kind of maybe tip and advice is is get yourself out to events, and this can be a great place for you to practice your English, practice your Mandarin if you're a foreigner, and meet cool people doing cool things. 访谈上半段一开始，我们这位特爱英文的来宾 Willie 提到，他本身是一位自由工作者，除了有在做一些手游的翻译以外呢，也有在教中文、教英文，帮客户练习英文表达的技巧。那因为他训练客户表达技巧的时候呢，有时候会牵涉到商业领域，或甚至是可能呃销售推销这一块，所以英文简报的呈现也很重要。他也有在做这一块的服务。好，尤其我们在推销的时候，因为常常就是需要在很短时间内传达产品卖点嘛，对不对？去吸引客户，所以这时候我们的思考逻辑，我们整个呈现出来的这个架构呢，就非常重要。好，这边我们来听一下刚才一直被提到的这个 pitch 这个多义词，在今天这边内容里面，我们可以理解成一个人为了要吸引人家购买产品，好，或是接受某个想法而说的一段推销话术。像电影《华尔街之狼》里面呢，就有很多用来吸引人家投资的这个 sales pitch， 或者是刚才他提到的这个 elevator pitch， 好，就是我们说的这个电梯销售，但。Pitch 这个字用在其他情景下的话，还可以用来指足球场哦，或甚至是运动场地啦，好投球音调，甚至是柏油路的那个柏油等等。所以如果遇到这个字，我们千千万万要记得连贯前后文，才不会误会人家真正要表达的意思。另外，我们讲的这个自由工作者，他的英文说法呢是 freelancer。好，大家应该都知道这种工作性质的定义，就是说，嗯，你虽然没有一份固定的工作，没有公司老板每个月固定给你发薪水，但你只是变成是以自己多方去接案，好去找客户跟你合作的方式来维持收入这样子。
。那 freelancer 如果我们给它改成 freelance， 那就会是去自由工作的意思。像你说 ，I would much rather freelance than work in an office。好，就是表达我宁愿自己去接案，去找工作，当自由工作者，也不要当朝九晚五的上班族。最后这段还有一个我也想来跟大家介绍的字是 convey。好，刚才来宾不是有提到说他很热衷于帮学生练习英文表达吗？那这个 convey 在这边就是表达、传达我们内心感情啦，好想法、思想的意思。再来，他们分享到 Willie 其实也不是一直都是这样子一个一个接案找工作，以前他其实也是有试过每天进办公室上班那种。但后来可能就是个性使然吧，最后才选择当自由工作者，过自己想要的生活。好，只是呢，问题来了，要去哪里接案，去哪里找工作嘞？其实管道有很多，尤其现在我们网络发达嘛，很多网站平台都有提供相关服务。只是当然一开始我们还是要先建立自己的个人档案，好，把我们的作品集、我们的这个 portfolio 建立起来。像 Willie， 他一开始是先从身边的朋友开始，给自己建立一个这个英文简报的形象，好让周围的人呢都知道说他有这方面的专业，那有需要的人就会来找他帮忙。这样子，久而久之之后，就会默默累积出一定程度的经验和作品集。那最后再透过这些条件呢，去找客户，去呃推销自己的能力，好，进而达到我们要的这个合作关系。像最近他就是看到有人发了一个需要做英文简报的消息，好看到之后就主动出击联络对方，把自己的专业推销出去。后来也成功在跟对方喝了一杯咖啡之后呢，得到合作案，或者是也可以像这样说的，去多去参加跟自己专业领域有关的一些相关展览啦，好或是演讲活动等等，增加自己的曝光率，说不定呢在现场就有机会把自己推销去给有需要的客户。好，来这段结束前，我们先来听一个英文常见说法 ，cold calling。好，它本来是指促销电话，但是在这边就要把它用来指像是 Willie 这样子，呃，自由工作者透过 email 或是诶社群媒体，好，而不是电话来推销自己提供的服务。好啦，那这段内容就先在这边告一段落，我们赶快继续听下半段的分享。And that transitions us into the wonderful story of Willie's. Self-taught English learning journey. I think it's important to note here that your English learning didn't really start until you were about eighteen. Is that correct? Correct. And listen to this man speak now. Incredible. So tell us a little bit about that that journey, that origin story of English learning. Yeah. So、uh, that story was actually、uh, really interesting and funny. So, like you said. I wasn't like this before, like before eighteen. I mean,、uh, when I was eighteen, so I suddenly like discovered that actually English is a language, is something you use to communicate, which should be practical. It's not something which you know stays on the、uh, exam paper and you gotta get high scores, everything. So that's changed my thought and also changed my way. Of learning English and change my motivation. I, I'll I'll say that's that's the word. That's what's、uh, that that's what make the difference.、Mm -hmm. Motivation. So that's the thing. And、uh, after like really 
speaking and using English, it, it changed everything. Like, uh, maybe I started to uh, meet, you know, like foreigners or make friends with foreigners and started to learn more thoughts about others. And, well, it's well said that English is like a key for you to open the, the door to the world, actually. It, it's good to say that. But I would like to say it's not really like you have to have, like, good English abilities in order to get like really good jobs or something like that just don't really uh go through that or like be like too like too much pressure because <clears throat> you should just start like with interest or because it's fun and then yeah opportunities will come to you actually so that's the thing yeah I, I love that and you were speaking about the mindset right there the motivation mindset of understanding that English is not just a, for test taking or anything like that. It can be fun. And you have actually a great fun story with using English when you were learning it with approaching some beautiful women on the streets and, and trying did. to talk to them. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a really, really funny story. So, um, so like I said, I started to, uh, to speak English when I was 18. So what actually happened was I saw this YouTube video called funny pickup lines and pickup lines yes in those videos people would just reach to girls and told them something like can i get a picture with you because i have to prove my friends that angels really do exist <laughs> yeah so it's something like sounds silly but funny and sort of cute sometimes so uh back in the days i thought it was really really interesting and funny so one day when i was on my way uh, to see my barber and to get a haircut. And I was walking. I, I saw these tall and hot Russian models, like blonde and all those stuff that really good shape, everything. So a thought just came up to my mind, like, uh, why don't I just try out that pickup line? But not really for any purpose, like not in order to get their Facebook or to get them a coffee, a uh, drink, anything. It's just for fun or I didn't even know where that come from and I'm glad that I did try I reached them I say I don't believe that angels really do exist before I saw you guys so I was super super nervous because I didn't really speak English back in those days and I wasn't like that I wasn't like really feeling really comfortable to reach out to people and talk to them everything to start a conversation so I got lost as soon as possible but I'll say that that's a start to me because somehow it's really a twist in my life that changed everything. And since then, I felt like a lot more comfortable like talking or reaching out to foreigners and, you know, like speaking normal stuff like to them, you know, because I, I say something silly to the really hot girls, which was like really high level. But now you're like low level stuff. So it's really simple and, and much more easier to me. Yeah. I First of all, I just love that because I know. So you were saying it's it's kind of like doing pickup lines. And if you can just imagine walking up to someone in another language and saying something about how they look beautiful or, or it, it's already so like it, you feel so nervous. Sure. And you did that using English to these beautiful, tall models. And, you know, the the thing that I love about it is it was so pure. You were doing it not to try to get their Facebook or not to try to actually date them. You just wanted to kind of try to talk to them and, like, see, say some silly things. And they probably laughed and you probably laughed. And then, you know, it kind of was cute and it was it was easy like that. Because you were doing that with 
the idea of just to practice something, it actually became a way you were like, oh, wow, like this is this is not as hard as it seems. And now when I talk to, you know, a foreigner like me and we're talking about something random, it's way less pressure than talking to tall, beautiful models. So I'll say like uh, it's always the first step that matters. So I'm glad I did take that first step. I'm glad that this voice did show up in my mind was like, do it, do it, do it, Willie, go do it. Yeah, so um, it was like a miracle, actually, but it, it was really a big, big change in my life. Yeah, I love that, that first step. And so thinking about once you really got serious about trying to learn and use English, can you share maybe some tips and advice for our audience here on NG when What really then helped you continue your knowledge I would like to share is you can try to talk to yourself because people were like, ah, where can I practice my English or speaking skills? I, I got no foreigner friends. I, I got no one to talk to. But you know what? You are the one who's always on your side and who was like beside you. So try to talk to yourself, but not in a like psycho way, not like, hey, 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 like something like that. But you can just be like, oh, I, I would like to go grab a cup of coffee. But think that in Chinese and try to translate that in English. So day by day, time by time, uh, you're going to get more used to English thinking. So you're going to be like pop up with English sentences instead of like Chinese sentences and try to make them in, into English sentences. But here I'm going to tell you is you got to be patient because it takes time for that practice. So just don't rush it and give yourself some time and you will see the difference. We were talking off air about our friend Alice Ho. She said the same advice, and I think it's so beautiful, is that talking to yourself. You're with yourself all the time. Why not start to kind of talk to yourself in English? And that is actually helping your English thinking and so beautiful and being patient with yourself. Great, great advice, Willie. Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of the show. Sure. Can you believe it goes that fast? (laughs) Yeah, time flies. (laughs) Well, I think it's so beautiful, but a question I'd love to end with is if you could go back and talk to a younger Willie, would there be any advice you'd give yourself about freelancing, English learning, anything? What I would tell myself back in the days was you can relax a little bit. Yeah, but not just like drop the studying everything, but relax a little bit and try to uh, try out new things, new stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of different stuff in life. It's not just only studying and about all the scores, everything. Just try out, but definitely don't try out anything, like, which is illegally. I didn't, but it was just I will make sure that that it's like, make sure it's legal. Make it clear. (laughs) Yeah, just making it clear. So I'll say try out new stuff, which is like trying arrow. So you will learn what you really actually want to do maybe if you got lucky but at least you would know what you don't want to do mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing uh, i would tell myself yeah trying different things use that trial and error and you will like you said you will know what you don't like and if you don't find what you do like keep going yeah i mean after erasing everything that you don't like will pop up it might be something you want to do what you do like. or at least it's something you can accept yeah yeah well well said Awesome, Willie. Well, where can people reach out to you for freelancing jobs? Where can they find you on social media? 
Yeah, so uh, for sure you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name is Willie Chang, W-I-L-L-I-E space C-H-A-N-G. Look for the guy who's like in a yellow jacket and with the men bun. That's me. Just feel free to uh, send me a message. Awesome, brother. Well, thank you for joining us on NG Ingwen. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to see you very soon with all your hustling ways. Sure thing. 节目下半段这边来宾提到，他其实是在十八岁之后，英文才慢慢开始上轨道。那时候，因为他某天就是，嗯，灵光一闪哈，领悟到说，嗯，英文应该不是就只是一个科目、一个考试成绩而已吧，而是用来可以跟更多人沟通的工具。好，所以后来这个想法呢，就慢慢演变成他学英文的动力，找了不少外国朋友，跟他们练习用英文表达交流。那讲到这个所谓的学习动力啊，他也跟大家建议说，好，我们尽量不要把学英文的这个心态呢，建立在是为了要得到更好的工作、赚更多钱之类的，因为这样子无形之中就可能会对我们产生压力，造成反效果嘛，哈。但是如果我们是因为好玩，然后把它当成一个兴趣去学、去练习的话，那在这个过程中，不但学得好。其他相关的工作机会，说不定也会就会呃随之而来。另外，这边他分享了一个之前实际去用从呃 YouTube 影片里面学到的一些撩妹用语的这个经验。好，注意哦，他是以一颗纯洁的心去跟人家讲笑话，完全是想要试胆量而已，没有真的跟人家搭讪的意思。<笑>他说，因为看到某部影片介绍各种好笑的搭讪甜蜜语，像可能在路上想要跟不认识的。正面合照的话，就跟人家说：“哎、欸，我能不能跟你合照？因为想要跟朋友证明天使真的存在之类的。”言下之意就是在称赞对方是天使。好，所以后来某天心血来潮，在路上看到、欸、俄罗斯美女，就去跟人家说：“哎、欸，我在看到你们之前呢、啊，还真的不相信有天使的存在。我”我个我个人是没有这样子跟人家搭讪的经验啦，不过应该是需要蛮大的勇气。他说，在那一次之后呢，哇，整个就是好，完全变了一个人，变得很有自信，很敢去跟人家用英文讲话。哎，感觉起来好像这也是一个蛮适合去练胆量的一个方式。好，这边我们说的这个撩妹用语啊，这种跟人家搭讪的时候讲的话，英文可以说是 pick up lines。好，那如果是实际去跟人家搭讪的话，一般会说 to hit on someone。好，虽然是 hit h i t， 但跟打完全没有关系哦。如果你说，哦， someone was hitting on me at the coffee shop today， 就说，哎，今天在那个咖啡厅的时候，有人跟我搭讪。好，中间那个介系词 on 很重要。如果你把它拿掉，变成 someone was hitting me， 那就变成是有人打我。接着 ，Willie 建议，想要提升英文能力的大家呢，如果没有人跟你练英文的话。也没有关系，就跟自己练啊，跟自己用英文讲话也 OK。长久下来，我们就会越来越习惯讲英文，讲得越来越流畅，甚至还可以慢慢进步成用英文思考。只是一样一句话啦，好，就是要有耐心坚持下去。语言这种东西，不是说今天练，明天就好，或是下个月就好，一定是长期下来才会看到进步。那在节目最后，他们不是有讲到说，哎，呃，有没有什么话想要跟过去的自己说吗？那讲到这边的时候呢，他要提到一个这个 trial and error， 好，中文我们说尝试错误，就是一种用来解决问题的方法，好，不断的试验，找出可以成功解决问题的办法。像你如果、嗯、不知道自己要什么的话，没关系
，哦，就继续去做各种不同的尝试，试到最后你不想要的都被删去之后呢，那剩下的就很有可能是你所要的。好，希望大家都有从这一次的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，可以去 Rolly 他的脸书跟他联络哦。Alright, bye guys, peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。